0: code GREEN to get a discount at checkout. And now... For the
1: most entertaining talk anywhere, stay tuned to LA Talk Radio. Your real talk is with 24
2: hours of commercial free programming.
1: fuck you You can stay inside your little well
0: prepared box We step out and shit like a homeless man trying to change his life
3: We do it so fresh Can we do what the fuck we want to do Yo
0: me and Eve the we can gre- The green room is brought to you today by legalzoom.com the leader in self help legal documents Use referral code green to get a discount at checkout And now live from Studio City California The host of The Green Room, Sean Green. All right,
3: everyone. Welcome to the program. We're doing it live here on LATalkRadio.com. Thank you for tuning in to The Green Room. Logan. Yes, sir. So what do you think, Logan? We got a new studio. I don't know. I think this actually might be the temporary studio, but uh, what do you think of the new digs?
0: I like it a lot. It's warm in here, but it's uh, nice in here, too. It's warm. It also uh, reeks of body odor. <laughs> uh, not I don't know what well, we Febreze it up a little bit. Yeah, Logan there, was Logan was able Febreze? to get some. What did you get enough Febreze on your side of the? Yeah, line? I got enough Febreze. Right. <laughs> Should be
3: good. That that Febreze commercial always cracks me up. The have you seen that one with the kid? He's hanging out and uh, the mom comes in. She's like, "Oh my God, this place smells awful!" <laughs> and then she comes in, brings the Febreze, and then these two chicks come over. They're like, "Oh, it smells so fresh in here." He's like, "Yeah, you know, helps me study." It just says, it's just such a weird thing. It's like, oh, hey. It's a cheesy thing. Well, it's just like the, the undertones of this commercial is, oh, look, hey, Febreze, it helps you get laid. Oh, look, this mom is going to help this kid get laid because these two chicks come over oh. <laughs> for a study date. But come on. We know what's going on.
0: It's a yeah. menage a Febreze. How old was this kid? I don't know. He was old enough. Oh, That's okay. all I have to say. When you said kid, I was thinking like an eight-year-old. Well came now home from soccer practice as and a guy, stunk up the house.
3: As a guy who looks much older than I am, you know, even though I'm only twenty six, I I'm getting to the point where I refer to everyone as eight, as like a kid. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh look at this twenty four year old kid. Meanwhile, I hang out with twenty four year olds.
0: And you're tw- twenty
3: five. No, I'm twenty six. Twenty six oh, 26 years young, as I like to say. Man. All right. Well, first off, uh actually we got to change the um the intro here. We're no longer in Studio City, we're in beautiful Sherman Oaks adjacent to Studio City.
0: Logan, did you see... I just read what... No, it's (laughs) all right. (laughs) What's put in front of me.
3: I I wasn't criticizing you. It was (laughs) anything I fucked up. You know, occasionally it happens. I've uh, been known to fuck up. Did you see that homeless chick uh, sitting outside the, the office building when you came in?
0: Yeah, both times I came in because I went back for the for breeze. Yeah, So it was it was like doubly awkward because you looked at me both times like, hey. Yeah, I I, like, I did the same thing. I
3: walked money. by the first time. Then I was like, oh, man, I forgot some papers in my car. Went back <laughs> and, and like, hey, you know, she even said something like, hey, how's it going? Then I come back again. I got here early because I wanted to make sure I could find the new place. And I'm sitting there. They have a tray of cookies outside. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know what, Sean? I was just thinking about the Bible. And I was like, Sean, Sean that, that <laughs> could have been – Yeah, that's normally what's on my mind. I was like, that could have been Jesus, you know. When St. Peter's evaluating you at the gate, he's going to look at this time when you just, you saw a person in need and you just blew by them. I was like, no, you're better than that, Sean. So I took a cookie, big, giant chocolate chip cookie, took it downstairs, went outside. She's sitting there smoking a butt, and I was like, hey, hey, I'm going to make your day. Would you like a cookie? Puts out her hand, no, not really. I was like, what? But But she put out her hand to take it, though. Yeah, she took the cookie. But just what has happened in our society? The entitlement is ridiculous. If you're gonna Uh sit, if you're gonna, if you're gonna lay out on someone's stairs in public, and I'm gonna come down and offer you a giant chocolate chip cookie, you eat that cookie and you love it. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. You fucking, you look at me with gazing eyes, with just love in your eyes, and you (laughs) say, "Oh, thank you, you rich, rich man." (laughs) You smiled down upon my broken soul. You gave me, you gave me life. You gave me a chocolate. I oh, oh, my God. Does this have real chocolate in it? No. no. No, she's just got this fucking attitude like, oh, oh, is this oh macadamia nuts? Oh, I'm probably allergic. Just like, <laughs> where does this entitlement come from? Where does this entitlement come from? This reminds me, this incident right here, just America and their our, our, our take on food. Reminds me of this clip uh, Matt Sullivan posted on his Facebook. It's a clip from Life Swap, so uh, take a listen to this.
1: I need you guys to help me in the kitchen to fill these. We can yeah, do I
3: it. First off, I always love the component uh, that they have to mix up the races. This is a uh, black mom, and she's now in charge of this uh, southern, you know, okay. hillbilly-leaning family.
1: What is crap? Definitely no cheese in a can.
3: Now she's just going through item by item and just throwing out all the junk food. There's just a giant bin that says junk, and literally every food item you can imagine is is piled in there, and this little kid is having none of it.
1: (laughs) Very happy to be throwing this away. Bacon. With my bacon. I gotta tell you something. Bacon is good for me. This is very <laughs> You're me. gonna be going to the
2: grocery
3: store. She. Th- I. I, lo- I love the son and the father. you all. Y'all gonna be going to the grocery store, throwing out my bacon. <laughs> oh, all right. I'm gonna keep letting go.
1: She thinks, at the blue, she's a smart little girl that she can do whatever.
3: I know I know the kid's not racist, but there is something, some He's sexist sort,
0: though he's definitely sexist there is
3: something <laughs> there is something listen to him in this condescending maybe it's just a southern accent that makes it sound more racist racist than it is. Just take a listen to this real quick
1: at the blue she's a smart little girl that she can do whatever she wants she's no. a smart
3: little girl thinks she can do whatever she wants uh, I just saw someone call in feel free to call back three two three two oh three zero one eight five doing it live here on the green room. This is a kid talking about bacon and wife swap.
1: No, that's not how she can do it in our family. She's, that, like, she's the queen, and we're the sorry people.
0: The sorry people. That's <laughs> well, a good clearly
3: analogy. not the most educated kid. I mean, I'll give him a break. He's kindergarten. He doesn't, he doesn't understand the basic feudal system. It doesn't yeah. go king, queen, sorry people, but he's still a great pro.
1: <laughs> Joy, I have been nice to you, but now... I'm coming to the edge. Pro- <laughs> you
3: don't want to yeah. put this kid to the edge. All right, uh, welcome call. you on the green room.
4: Yeah, I'm calling in to talk to Morgan Hunt. This is Rockin' Bob Webb.
3: Oh, all right. Um, uh, Rock. Who's this, Rockin' Bob Webb?
4: Rockin' Bob Webb.
3: Oh, okay. Well, uh, Morgan's not here yet. He's going to be the guest in the second half of the program. I uh, Okay. I forgot to, pro- but uh, you want to feel free, call back in the, uh, you know, somewhere past 830. We'd uh, be happy to have you on.
4: Absolutely. I got a I got a question for him. That'd be great.
3: Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, no problem, man. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, perfect time to mention that. We have the Gardenator coming into the program, our guest for the uh, evening. Uh, here's a little bit of the uh, Gardenator.
5: And I'm going to show you some really neat gardening tips. So crack a beer and get a notepad ready. This is Gardenator.
3: I just love the dramatic production.
5: Prepare to be (laughs) gardenated. You are gardenated. (laughs)
3: Morgan here. Logan, you ready to
0: garden? Oh, yeah.
3: All right, I'll save the rest for later in the program. But Morgan Hunt coming up in the uh, bottom of the hour.
0: Man, I could get into that. Oh, dude, don't worry.
3: You like rock music? You like getting fucked up? You like planting sod? (laughs) Gardenator's your man. All right, let's finish up this uh, kid and bacon clip.
1: I promise you one thing, okay? If you do not have at least one food that you like, I will buy you a piece of junk. Is that a deal? No, I keep losing at deals, and I don't want (laughs) to make a deal anymore. And you can't stop uh, packing my bags. (laughs) And a very, very calm day until this. Oh bump in the road comes and she be sarcastic. Curtis. I won't be coming back until Saturday when you leave. She's gonna try to stop me, but she can't run in those little high heels. <laughs> <laughs> I like this game. This face again.
3: Oh. First off, it's I love how they they make it so much more dramatic with the music Like. This kid doesn't get his bacon. Dun, dun 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 Yeah. Man, I love that kid and his attitude. He's great. Doesn't yeah. take shit from anyone. He doesn't. When he I was seems a,
0: kid, a little street, street smart. When I was he a kid, I like took shit
3: that. from everyone. I remember, <laughs> did, you ever, uh, did you ever run away from home, Logan?
0: Yeah. Why? <laughs> what uh, What spurred you? I don't remember the first time, and I kind of got caught trying to run away, so that was lame. And then the second time, I don't remember either, but my dad pissed me off. Yeah. He was punishing me for something that was really dumb. <laughs>
3: I think, yeah, it must just be everyone gets, you know, obviously rebelling against the rules. I remember I ran away in Colorado. I used to live in Colorado, and I ran away on my skateboard. But I, I underest- way greatly underestimated my skateboarding ability because we lived on a giant hill, and mm-hmm. I, would just, I would just, you know, be on the skateboard for a little bit, then I would get scared, I would jump off, then it just <laughs> got to the point where I was carrying the skateboard, and then I got really tired wow. from carrying the skateboard and eventually sulked home. Alright, uh, let's let's take care of some business here. First off, um, first off, we still have some a couple t shirts left from the uh, free t shirt promotion that we're running. If you guys want a free Green Room t shirt, uh, all you have to do is send an email to greenroom at You can actually go to shantigreen.com and see the logo. It's a cool logo. Matt Wicks of uh, Backyard Booking and Design, you can find him on Facebook. He designed it for the show. Great little logo, so uh, feel free to check that out. Feel free to get shirt. Logan, you have a shirt. How's I it holding up? It's pretty nice. I right. like it. Endorsement by the Logan. So, Logan, we had the uh, Comedy Garage documentary shoot on Saturday. What was your take on it? Logan was in charge of the Comedy Garage documentary.
0: It was great, and it's coming together great now in post. Yeah. So, I'm pumped. And uh, Wax recently, you know, he already had, Submitted so much music to the project, but he's continuing to do that, and he's been a big help too. So shout out to Wax.
3: Shout out to Wax too for winning the A1 Stake Song Competition. Uh, oh, Wax nice. I didn't know about Wax that. produces own A1 promo song, and he won $5,200 courtesy of A1. It's definitely worth checking out. The video is really tight off the hook. I'll play. It's a quick song. I'll I'll play it for you real quick. See that? That's him scratching on the grill.
1: fat steak with A1 on all of it. My whole family, including my dog, love it. Turns a hamburger into a steak burger. Personally, I even put it on my frankfurters.
3: You can dip it to the side or smother it. I like to dunk it to completely cover
5: it. I wouldn't eat steak any other way. Gotta get a new bottle like every other day, man. A1, A1, you make my beef.
3: Very talented Wax, make sure yeah. you check him out, com. Okay, Logan, how are the how are the fires been affecting you? Um
0: they haven't really, but at one point they were right behind my house.
3: <laughs> LA is totally on fire. Two firefighters have died. Let me be the first one to say here here's my policy on evacuating people. It's a similar policy I have to me trying to pay for a check. All right, I'll offer I'll, I'll I'll offer to pay for the check. I'll offer again. If you say no 3 times, that's it, you're done. Goodbye. There are these people that are refusing to evacuate two firefighters lost their lives because fucking assholes when 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 someone tells you to evacuate, what do you do, Logan? You evacuate. evacuate. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. You you own a home, you have homeowners insurance. Yes, I know it sucks. But Jesus Christ, cuz now now we, these guys are risking their lives to try to save these tards who are sitting there hosing down their house.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just don't know. Where do you get the audacity? I don't know. I just, I guess I grew up in a world when an emergency crew tells me to evacuate. I go, all right, I'm going to evacuate. It's not that <laughs> difficult. Hurricane Katrina, the same thing. Yeah. If you're told to evacuate, evacuate.
0: Now, to be fair, though, we both rent. Right, exactly. So know, that makes exactly, it much easier to evacuate. Yeah, that does, I don't know how I. would And I don't you know, have any I, pets. I wouldn't. O- I wouldn't own a house there anyway. But I mean, right. I can imagine if you did buy it, and you're not sure exactly how re- your insurance but is going to react.
3: Yeah, but at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to control the fire. It's not like yeah. a burglar <laughs> is coming into your house and you're going to defend your house. Right. It's it's a fire. It's a natural thing.
0: Yeah. Plus, wet down your house and
3: then leave. Exactly. It's it's not rocket science. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show. Is this Morgan? Yes, sir. All right, Morgan, uh, grab a seat, man.
0: Morgan Hunt is here. The Morgan Gardenator, Hunt is here. Gentlemen.
3: All right, uh, welcome to the show, Morgan. There you. go. There you go. Morgan, uh, better known as the Gardenator. Yep. So uh, you, all right, man, where that's, to start? That's
0: not our BO, by the way. <laughs> that is the <laughs> yeah, show before Yeah, that
3: is us. the show before. We want to make that clear. <laughs> we, this, we, isn't we a, this isn't necessarily a classy operation, but we are BO free. So uh, where are you coming from today, Morgan? Uh, I
5: live over in Granada Hills. All right. Uh, not too far from here. And uh, rocked it up here listening to some AC/DC on the way.
3: Nice. You are the rock and roll gardener dude. Now that's, how, that's your persona, the rock and roll gardener dude. Now how does a guy, I know how a guy gets into rock and roll. He gets, you know, beat up in elementary school. <laughs> he wants to rebel. He hates his parents. I understand that path. I understand gardening as a path as well. I don't understand how those two paths cross. How did you become the rock and roll gardener?
5: All right. Well, uh, overall in college, uh, you know, I majored in horticulture. All right. Where'd you go to school? Cal Poly, San Luis Obispo. Cal Poly? All yeah. right. Kind of a boring subject. A lot of times in classes, I was like the guy that would uh, make jokes in class and have a lot of, right. of fun. All right. So, well, give me it's some of your.
3: Do, can you give me some of your uh, gardening jokes? Do you, uh, do you uh, remember I, uh, any like?
5: Is <laughs> it one time in class? Uh, Kiss teacher, my ass,
3: crabgrass or
5: something. <laughs> uh, the teacher was talking about uh, you know uh, hormones and uh, and, and, right, and yeah. insects and uh, I said so so first you got to make the hormone and then <laughs> and then the insect does what you want it to right. <laughs> I mean, uh, just stupid stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but good like, stuff, uh, good stuff. Then um, when it came down to my senior project where, you know, all through college, make you do whatever they want and came down to my own project. And so when it came down to doing my own project, I've always been interested in, in television, theater, entertainment. And so I decided to make my own gardening show as a, as a senior project. And uh, I, I love rock and roll and I just kind of included it in the, in the gardening show. And uh, the show went so well. I made about eight or nine episodes and
3: nice, like an on campus project type.
5: N- yeah, yeah. Part of it, yeah. The first one was part of it was saw on on a, on a, on a, on, a, on campus, uh,
0: but then it just kind of grew and grew. Like a campus broadcast, you mean, or
5: no, no, no? There's a public access station there in San Luis Obispo. Oh, right. Now oh, you cool. say you
3: love rock and roll. What specifically? What kind of bands gets you ready to grow stuff?
5: Oh dude, uh I like them all. You know, uh I like Tool, I like uh A C D C Led Zeppelin, uh three eleven. Ah yeah, you know, rock hard enough. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. No, it's all right. Uh no, not I, I everyone remember, remember that <laughs> much, man.
3: Always gotta be growing. You
5: know? Exactly. So uh, you know now sure now, always
1: now always
3: people do. say that people say, Oh, hey, I play music for my plants, it totally helps them grow. What now as a rock and roll gardener? Do you you throw in some Sabbath to get the uh, scarlet begonias going? What what do you, do you do? You incorporate your hard rock, your hard rock persona. Do you bring some of that to the plants? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna Sorry. make a, quite a the cocktail of bo and burping. <laughs> had
5: a couple of beers on the way down here. Um, <laughs> he is rock and roll. <laughs> that's
3: that's not a that's not a thing you see a lot of time. Uh, Gardner on television busted for DUI. <laughs> Uh yeah dude uh you know when it comes to uh you know
5: turning on some music and working with your plants uh for 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 those gardeners out there it's really not the the music that helps the plants it's the fact that you're turning on some music and you're spending time with your plants so your plants they they react to having time spent with them Absolutely, not necessarily yeah.
3: The music itself. Yeah, yeah. People talk about talking to
5: your plants. Plants don't have ears; they
3: can't hear what you're saying. But 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 the fact <laughs> but they that you spending They time can with sense. Them. They can sense. They don't have ears, but they have a sense of you being around them.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, they can sense the the water and the fertilizer and and the
3: clipping off the maybe the dead foliage and things like that. So now, yeah. I, where did this passion for growing come from? Because Anyone that I associate with that is a passion for growing, it's usually marijuana. Where you <laughs> seem to grow legitimate plants? Where did that come from? Did you grow up in a gardening family?
5: Uh, well, all my life. Uh, you know, uh, Dad never wanted to pay for uh, for gardeners, so I would help I'd help out with the yard work. And uh, on into high school, got a lot of uh, older older uh, senior citizens, usually old old ladies, and uh, they need their bushes trimmed, so I would trim their bushes for them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you
3: would. Yeah, you would, rock and roll gardener, dude. Yeah. yeah, you would. Get oh, out the man. shears. Back get out the Fresno shears, already. too. So
5: it was hot, sweaty, hard work.
3: Let me tell you. Now we always hear yeah. about we always hear about the the pool boy seducing the uh, lonely housewife. As a gardener, is there any chance to score with these chicks? You know, you could come over. You know, doing some planting, get some soil, working up a sweat, peel off that shirt. Uh
5: no, probably not. <laughs> uh you know. Uh, wouldn't be the first time though uh you know like uh yeah i I mowed some chicks lawn uh because uh because
3: of what i do um but uh nah dude i I wouldn't think so now i know i know a guy who's a chef he does personal chef and obviously that's a great icebreaker for women like hey i'll I'll cook you dinner have you used that same thing like oh sweetheart your uh, your rose bushes are a mess let me come over here let me let me take care of that Oh yeah, totally man. At the bar all the time, you know. You talk to girls about the
5: uh, I mean, girls love uh It does seem like a move, gardening. like it's approachable.
3: Yeah. It's something. Like if you if you told me like four things about gardening, I'd be like, "Oh my god, this guy is a genius." Yeah. You know, and it, it's <laughs> yeah. a specialized field and I think I think chicks would be uh you find you find a lot of success with that.
5: Yes, uh you know, as an icebreaker, talking about it. Uh but, you know, uh in my experience over the last couple of years since I graduated from college, when I when I tell girls about what I'm trying to do with my life, have my own gardening show and uh and I have my own landscaping business. There's just something about it though, where they're kinda like, gee, I don't know about this guy, little, you know? Kind of nerdy, are they worried about yeah, that? Yeah, dude, absolutely, you know. Well uh, I think
3: especially in Southern California. There's maybe yeah. there's a stigma towards uh yard work uh, or something. I'm not
5: a doctor or a lawyer, I'm a landscaper. Right, you know,
3: <laughs> especially yeah, in Southern uh, California, you think landscaper, it's like, "Oh, what are you, are you from? Uh, what part of Mexico are you from?" <laughs> you know, like there's not it, there's you know, there's not uh, necessarily like a, a you know, great association no, as a prestigious no. thing, but obviously obviously uh, you know.
5: And it's you, really lame and I I'm here to bring uh the knowledge, the tools, the techniques. And fun back
3: into gardening for the yeah. average guy. <laughs> All right, I like that. I'm going to play your opening one more time. I love this opening. So, All right, I'm going to play it one more time.
5: <laughs> and I'm going to show you some really neat gardening tips. So crack a beer and get a notepad ready.
3: I like that. You're, we're not going to garden unless we're getting fucked up. I like that attitude. <laughs> this but you're still is
5: Gardenator. Me. Prepare to be gardenated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that Schwarzenegger. It was great. <laughs>
5: You are gardenated We're,
0: We're all banging our heads in the studio.
5: Yeah, if everybody wants to see that, uh, you know, I have about eight shows online there at Vimeo.com. Instead of video, it's V-I-M-E-O.com. Uh, Vimeo.com, keyword Morgan Hunt or Gardenator and uh, check them out. Really good shows. Awesome. Yeah.
3: All right, now, uh let's get to some questions here. You have your garden rules, correct? You have some you have sure, some set yeah. rules. Yeah. So I figure, you know, I can kinda I can kinda tee up here and we can kinda go through some gardening rules, uh, you know, for the home gardener. Rules of gardening Gardening Rule Gardenator
5: Rule One. Uh you know, anything your plant anything uh that's good for your plants. Uh, any uh, Too much of it will kill them. And a lot of people, this is like uh, the number one rule they mess up because, uh, you know, they water the plant real well. It starts looking bad and the leaves start kind of dying. And, they, oh, I need to water it more, water it more. And then it ends up dead. And what did I do wrong? I watered the plant, but they we watered it, it too much. <laughs> people, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, while not watering your plant enough can lead to like uh, leaf necrosis or or the, or the dying of leaf Wait, cells. I like
3: that. What you? What's that leaf necrosis? Necrosis.
5: <laughs> all right, Doesn't sweet. That just mean dying. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, definitely a good uh, icebreaker at the bar. <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> but it all, it, you know, it, it, it looks similar when you water it too much. Ah, okay. And oh, so so, so a plant dying up of too much uh, not enough water looks almost exactly the same as a plant with too yeah. much water.
5: How, now how do you tell the difference? Well, my rule is is that if uh if, if the leaves start dying and the the soil is moist all the time, you're
3: watering it too much. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's get another let's get another rule in here.
5: Rule of Gardening Uh too little of anything that's good for your plant will also kill it. <laughs> And water,
3: nutrients, uh, just... uh, Okay, now I I have a quick question. I love my lawn, but uh, it's it's messed up. The sprinkler system's all messed up. I got to get new sprinkler heads in there. Give me a good time. What's a good watering schedule? I know you're supposed to water at night, but give me a good watering schedule for Burbank. That's where I live. What... A normal lawn. What do you think is a good watering schedule?
5: Well, honestly, man, you're supposed to follow the L.A. city rules and water it. Come on, uh, I think Tuesdays Come and on, Thursdays Morgan. or something like that. Don't
3: bullshit me. I want my grass green. I do. I, I, I want I it healthy. Go... I want a nice two-inch Bermuda I go, grass. I go with. I go with. Uh, I go with three days a week. Three days a week. Now, how long for those cycles? Uh, about 15 minutes. It
5: would depend on your irrigation system and how much water it actually applies, but uh, I go for uh, around 15
3: minutes. 15 minutes, three days a week. Yeah, that's all I need. Yeah, dude. For a healthy lawn. Alright. Yeah. I th- I think right now my all my sprinkler heads are all fucked up and the, it's spraying probably, all the Probably yeah. Probably. Now how how hard is that to replace sprinkler heads? Not too hard. Not too hard at all.
5: Uh, it's just a matter of actually getting in there and doing it. And, you know, for a lot of people it's a choice between hiring a professional like me and getting it done in a few hours and paying, you know, a 100, 125 bucks, or spending their entire weekend on it yeah. <laughs> trying to get it done themselves. So it's well, like, if I you have any it.
3: questions for Morgan, uh, feel free to call 323-203-0185. We have the Gardenator sitting in here in the green room. Now, where would you come up, Gardenator? Where did you come up with that name? Oh, uh, obviously, obviously inspired by the Terminator. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead on a limb. I'm a big Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> fan. I love his movies. I, I couldn't tell.
5: You're a funny guy, Sean. I like you. <laughs> That's why I'm going to kill you
3: last. <laughs> hey, You're, get to the chopper! <laughs> Can you say can you do in that impression do hasta la vista I don't know some bad thing in gardening like weeds or something
5: Hasta la vista
3: plantain weed <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god that's amazing So all right so you just thought hey I need a, I need an attitude I need a brand let's go with Gardenator that- I, I, Dude it, it was like it was
5: like uh, it was like Paul McCartney and
3: the Beatles I literally right, woke exactly. up one day and it just came to me <laughs> Gardenator exactly. uh, uh, same the same creativity just put it together. All right, we actually got we got a call here. Caller, uh welcome to the green room. Yeah,
4: this is Rock and Bob Webb. I got a question for the gardenator.
3: All right, this is Rock and Bob Webb?
4: Rock and Bob Webb.
3: All right, Rock and Bob Webb, uh have at it.
4: Yeah, I got a question for the gardenator.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that, that was me that was me letting you ask your question. All right, what it was yeah, yeah, so what? Uh, ask him any question you want, he's, he's sitting in here. What's that? Man? All right,
4: well, my question for the gardenator is this. He came up to my home, he probably doesn't remember, a few years back. I live in a place called Shaver Lake, which is outside of Fresno. Completely redid my entire landscape, my front yard. Changed my life, changed my wife's life. Um, the guy's not getting enough credit for what he does. He's good on TV, he's hysterically funny as a gardenator, but he is so talented as a landscaper, it's beyond compare changed our life changed our entire yard unbelievable the talent
3: this young man has now rockin bob webb uh, uh, saying a landscaper changed your life that that seems to be quite a, a quite outrageous claim what exactly was it that he did that changed we your li- life
4: we lived up here for 14 15 years with no landscape at all my wife was on my ass all the time It got to <laughs> the point where i was buying handles of crown to try to deal with it morgan came up here <laughs> took took charge put put the rocks where the rocks were supposed to be did did what it did unbelievable Changed my life my wife wants to go out in the yard now sit out in the yard i can't hardly get her in the house anymore so changed that's, my life that's,
3: that's the greatest plug i've ever heard from a business this no, guy I'm, this guy I'm, will I'm get your old yet, lady it. off your back
4: God is my witness. The handles of Crown, they sit in the basement now. I don't even have to break them out. You,
3: not only did you cure his landscaping woes, you also cured his alcoholism. You oh, are no, in... no.
4: I'm still an alcoholic. <laughs> oh, okay. I okay. wine now, just not Crown.
3: <laughs> what, are you, what are you drinking these days, Rockin'
4: Bob Webb? Actually, what I'm drinking these days is some really good wine by a company called Foresight Wineries up in Mendocino. It's my favorite. I can't help it.
3: Now, what do you do for a living, Rockin' Bob?
4: I Actually, I'm a general contractor. I my general contractor's license, did that for a few years, and I worked for a, uh, a large general contracting firm in uh, uh, the Central Valley that does uh, hospitals and schools and large multimillion dollar projects.
3: Wow. Sounds like a good life, man. You got the crown, you got the well-landscaped lawn, you got the old lady off your back, it's trifecta. All things to It's all Morgan.
4: good. It's all good. It's gonna take a mortician to wipe the grin off my face, but I'm telling you, the <laughs> young man doesn't get enough credit. He just
5: doesn't get enough credit. All right. Thanks, well Bob. thanks.
3: Thanks, Bob. Happy, satisfied customer. Thanks for calling in. Wow, what a what a plug for your business, huh?
5: I'll oh, get out of here, man. I don't need plugs for my business. That yeah. that's an old family friend and uh and uh you know I think I think what he's getting back to there, uh, I don't get enough credit. Uh, you know, if you, I don't know if you guys watch Stager Invasion, the TLC show that I'm on right now. Uh, they, uh, okay, it's a, it's a good show and all, but they actually let's, like let's talk shit on them. They, yeah, they they just
3: <laughs> they just mess with me every time, man. You what know? do you now I, You see, I I haven't seen a complete episode. What do you mean by mess with you? I'm like the brunt of the joke on the show. Oh, okay. It's like, uh, oh, fuck with the garden guy. Exactly. They got the host. You
5: know, she's like, gee, I don't know where this guy's head is, and uh, gee, he's
3: from another planet. It seems to me, you know, I've worked in production. I worked at Entertainment Tonight as a PA briefly, but it seems to me what they do is, you know, they they get some cutesy host or whatever like hey you know i'm gonna totally make over this entire house then they kind of like fast forward through they get in real people to do the work and then you know take the credit for it
5: oh yeah absolutely absolutely and uh what's funny is like, you know they'll make fun of me on the show yeah uh make me uh, make me a joke uh, and then you're not a joke no uh, and then at you're the not end a joke. at the end the landscape looks amazing yeah and where'd this come from you know of course you know i've Freaking led led the charge on that and took care of it and made sure it all got done. done that should right. be
3: another garden rule. Don't don't the de- you know, don't belittle your gardener.
5: Oh, absolutely yeah. not. You know, not unless uh, they don't know what they're doing. And that, that's <laughs> that's then, always apparent when your plants, you plants are dying and things don't look good.
3: So now yeah. you're on this uh, TLC show. Give me the uh genesis here from going, you got the kind of cable access show in college to being the gardenator on the TLC Stager Invasion.
5: Yeah, okay, so uh, what I would do uh, when I was living in San Luis Obispo, I was making my own uh, public access show, and then I would monitor the Craigslist, believe it or not, in Los Angeles. And I did that for literally like a couple years while while I did my gardening show, and I would just answer ads and try and get something going, and eventually I I got the hit, and that was uh, 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 an audition to do this uh, TLC show called Stager Invasion. And it's all about uh, staging people's homes and uh, people in need. People. So in we describe of to, to people
3: who don't know. S- describe the process of what staging a home is.
5: All right, it, it would be like taking your living room, maybe one other room in the house, and just making it look immaculate. Take all the cr- all your your own personal crap, all your own personal junk, out of the room, paint it, clean it, and just put a few choice pieces of furniture back. Perhaps remove your dingy old carpet to reveal uh, some nice hardwood floors, et cetera, et cetera, And just make the place look awesome. So when potential buyers walk in, they say, wow, what a gorgeous home. And, of course, I'm Mr. Landscape, so
3: I make the landscape look good so they will come in in the first place. Exactly. I have a couple questions about landscaping and grass growing in general. Seed spreaders. Fact or fiction? Do we need them? No, nah, man. You can see, you yeah, can that's what I'm hand. saying. Yeah, you, know, you got to
5: be careful with the hand, though.
3: But, oh, you, you know. know what I use? I use a like a red Solo cup. I fill it up with the seed and then sprinkle it across, try to evenly space it. What do you think of that strategy? Uh, I, You know,
5: <laughs> whatever method you use. Yeah. Uh, I, I personally, uh, if it's a small area, I do it by hand. If it's a large area, I choose a, a rotary spreader. But uh, whatever method you use, just try not to be streaky just try not to end up with uh you know too many seeds in one area and 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 more seeds in another area just try and evenly spread it just like if you're making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich
3: now what about cutting the grass i know i know when i was cutting my grass the worst the what would really ruin my day is if my dad was like yeah the grass is really long out there you got to bag it and in my head i was like no you don't have to bag it just you know, just let it go. It's grass. It'll decompose. It'll add plant food. What's, yeah, man. Your, what's your take on bagging versus non-bagging? Okay, bagging versus non-bagging.
5: Um, basically... Uh your average lawn, a half inch of thatch, thatch being like dead, uh, decomposing uh, plant material in 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 the uh, upper layer of your lawn. There, a half inch is good. You want a half inch of dead, dying, decomposing material, like you were talking about. Right, exactly. A half inch
3: of thatch. So what you're saying is my dad doesn't know <clears throat> shit. Well, maybe, but you got
5: you got your half inch of thatch. Go ahead and bag it. You don't don't bag it. Okay. Yeah.
3: All right. Good good to know. Now as a bachelor. What are some simple things, easy things I could throw in my garden? You know, low maintenance. I don't want to be out there tinkering all day, but something that would look nice but easy to do. Um, let's see, girls, girls,
5: uh, girls tend to like uh, flowering things. Uh, <laughs> girls tend to like uh, tropical flowering. It's such things. a guy thing to say. Girls,
3: you know, they like they like flowery things. I don't Wait, one thing I tell you about
5: girls, you know, a lot of people ask me, uh, you know, my opinion, and I say, hey, man, girl, girls are just like plants, man. As, long as you keep them fertilized, they're happy.
3: A <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, okay, so. lot, lot of lot of garden related riffs. I love this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love this.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so so we're gonna talk about some some easy plants. I would say like bird of paradise. Uh, you know uh, some uh, 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 gardenia, uh, you know, azaleas If you're in a shady zone, camellias. Shady zone. Uh, let's see. How about some. Um, um, it's a really easy oh god, now I can't remember the name of any plant names now that I'm on the radio, of course. Uh, let's see. Sorry, right, man. Yeah. Uh
3: next question. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh well give me one more gardening rule. One more, one more steadfast gardening rule. Rules of gardening, <laughs> gardening rule. Okay, gardenator
5: rule. Uh use the right tool for the job. A lot okay. of times, uh uh people want to uh, you know, use their you want to use their uh power saw, you know, on a on a, on a tree uh or they want to use uh the wrong kind of shovel, you know, for for transplanting a plant. And I have to say that using the right tool for the job, going and actually purchasing the right tool for the job is a great way to actually get the job done and get it done right. And that, you know, that's Do it right the first time. Yeah. That's a gardenator rule. Yeah, dude, that's with anything. Any kind of construction, anything we do with our homes, get the right tool for the job. And and same thing with gardening. Uh, a lot of times people play down gardening as some kind not of me, man. not important thing. Not me. Not me. I love it.
3: And, yeah, uh, oh, oh, it's easy. You just do this and
5: you just do, No, just do it right. Get the right tool for the job.
3: I like that. Now, what does beer or cigarette butts do to a lawn? It destroys it, right? Uh, actually,
5: no. <laughs> no, uh, beer actually is, uh, has some nitrates in it. Oh, really? It has some organic
3: matter. That, oh, okay. That so when down. people are spilling beers on my lawn, I don't have to yell at them? No, absolutely not, man. I encourage them to urinate on it, too. Really? Oh, absolutely. Is that a gardening urban legend that urine destroys lawns. Uh, too much of it, yes. Uh, okay. A lot of times
5: dog urine uh, is real dog concentrated. Dog urine is real yeah. acidic Yeah, yeah. It, it's high in uh, hydrogen ions and you know they change the acidity of the soil and cause yellowing spots. But human urine, it's fine. As long as you don't urine too much in the exact same spot over and over again, piss all over
3: the landscape, man. It's awesome. It's good. Alright, yeah. <laughs> there is something primal about pissing in your own yard. You're like, yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> one, this. This takes me back. I can feel the evolution of man because this is how we're supposed to do it.
5: You know, I always notice, too, because, uh, you know, I, I tend to drink at, at folks' homes, and you know, at the beginning of the night, hey, where's your bathroom? And getting on into the night, it's, uh, hey, you mind if I just piss anywhere? And, you know, I noticed. I don't know if you know, any Piss anywhere meaning notice. outside, right? Yeah, yeah, anywhere outside. <laughs> I mean, you guys notice this, but I feel like I always have to piss on something. Yeah. I can't just urinate out in the open. I, have to pee. I mean, yeah, if, the, if there's a, a pile of dog turds. <laughs>
3: You know, a pile of dog turds on the lawn. Something. I have to urinate. I have to urinate on something. Right. I like that. <laughs> and especially as the gardenator, they come out to be like, "Oh my God, you're pissing on my lawn." You're like, "No, I'm I'm fertilizing." Yes. Your, yes. Your
5: aruba grass. I'm watering. You know, there's H2O. There's nitrates. There's phosphorus. There's potassium. There's a lot. You know, there's some uh, micronutrients there. Everything. You know, pretty much a lot of what humans
3: need to survive. Plants, Plants need as also well. need, absolutely. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thanks a lot, man. I really appreciate you coming in. Now, where can people uh, check you out? Uh, do you want to go to uh, morganhuntlandscapes.com? Okay, can you plug that again in the Arnold voice? Sure. morganhuntlandscapes.com. <laughs> All right, morganhuntlandscapes.com. The Gardenator, check him out on TLC, stage your invasions. Yeah, and I wanted to give a shout-out,
5: too. Uh, right now I'm working with Gary Garver. Okay, Gary Garver. Yeah, Are you I know familiar with is? him? Yes. Yeah, I'm working with him. Uh, we're making a <laughs> show to go ahead and pitch to HGTV right now, believe All it or right. not, man. So
3: I wanted to uh, give him a quick Gary plug. Gary Garver, f- uh, famous interviewer on the Howard Stern Show. Yes,
5: yes. escape guy TV. Off OJ Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> I talked to him about it. He's like, oh, dude, I was over because everybody hated me. But he's a yeah. real nice guy. And uh, he, he's running EscapeTV.com, E-X-S-C-A-P. You know, dot com, escape dot com, t- escape dot TV, and uh, check him out. And uh, cool man, so that's the future. Is we're gonna get a show on HGTV. I hope. All way. right, look nice. forward to
3: that. And uh, till then, check out morganhunt.com All right, thanks, son. Okay. Thanks, everyone. Um, of course, the show is being brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. If you're a guy like Morgan Hunt, you're going out there starting your own business, you don't want to pay these high-cost high, high cost lawyer fees for simple things like uh, LLC and corporations, DBAs, doing business ads, trademarks, patents. Let's say you uh, let's say you have an awesome name as a gardener, the gardenator. He could trademark that. Protect your business, protect yourself. And do it, uh, you know, at a very low cost. You can save up to 85% what you would normally pay a lawyer. Uh, Make sure you check out LegalZoom.com. And let your buddy Sean Green save you some green by entering green in the referral code to get an extra discount. So make sure you check that out, LegalZoom.com. All right, we're back on the air. Well, we were on the air. It was a live read. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that, yeah, but we're back. me always saying that
3: seems to piss people off. All right, Morgan Hunt gardenator. So what'd you think, Logan? Did it inspire you to garden?
0: No, but it, I liked it. <laughs> Appreciate. No, he was pretty cool. No, he made it interesting. But obviously, I live in an apartment. And don't so yeah,
3: garden. that that uh, really that really hurts your chances of gardening. Yeah. Okay, Logan. We got a couple things on the docket. All right. Well, we were talking about the essentially the softness of America. This clip it's football season right football season great thing to be a part of especially as a young man he is of course <laughs> joining the football team i saw this i saw this news clip online and it, it just really really got to me so uh take a listen to this Hold on.
1: tonight some parents are
3: absolutely outraged about a brevard county youth football coach and drills they call abusive two players That's right. They call these football drills abusive. Let's listen to how, let's listen to this abuse that's being uh, done to these poor poor children. Two players wound up in the ER, and one
1: mother is talking to Westchuck-Brevard County Bureau Chief Dan Billow.
3: The drill that has parents so outraged has one player in the center, and the rest of the team. In a circle, and the players in the circle take turns hitting the guy in the middle, one after the other. After it's a it's a contact a, sport, for Christ's sake. It's called football. It's a normal drill that all have you have do. You ever, have you ever seen a pile-on? Do you know what a pile-on It's when one person's on the ground, and ten other dudes pile on top of him. ...after the other. It's supposed to be a blocking drill, a technique drill, but it can be abused.
1: It's assault on my child.
0: Oh shut the fuck This up, woman,
3: Jesus. You want to know why we're pussies in America right now? It's 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 women like that raising their kids. Where's the dad that says, "No, it's it's goddamn football. You're supposed to get hit."
2: He was severely injured and had to go to the
1: hospital. You don't do that. That was totally wrong.
3: <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, you see the kids in the background playing full contact football, having the time of their lives. Yeah, kids get hurt.
1: It's a contact sport at least let him get up and defend ourselves, but he kept calling other kids in to attack again. From
0: the attack, th- attack! Attack! Oh,
3: I hate this woman. Attack. That is assault on my child. You know what? Your you're, you're, your kid probably wants to eat bacon all day and sit in front of the video <laughs> screen, but God forbid he actually gets some exercise.
1: From the side, from the
5: back, knocking them down. Wait, Logan,
3: did you hear that? The kid got knocked down. Arnold's son, Cody, is back on the practice field after his injury in Monday's drill. Oh. Another player is still oh, out. His Wait, what was that? The kid's back on the field after his injury?
0: Oh, Jesus Christ. Not an injury. <laughs> I know. Called called a, a boo-boo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I believe that is the professional term for it, the boo-boo. Well, gardening's uh, that guy's hobby, and we're speaking of football. It's football. See, well
0: see, that's in California, right?
3: What? California? I d- where I this don't know. What is happening? Uh-huh. I don't know. Logan, you're guessing up, it's not in Texas. You grew up in Texas. Describe describe uh do you think that would ever happen? Should I
0: describe the two days where we did football yeah, for 8 hours that. in the top, in the hot Texas sun where it was like 90 or 100 degrees? Yep. Yeah. yeah I did that same piece. thing. I've done We I've, did the circle drill, that exact drill, yeah. which by the way was one of the easier and more fun drills to do. Yeah. yeah. At the
3: end <laughs> Yeah, at the end you just smash into guys. That's what's That's a, it's so what's. Fun. That's what's uh, you know what was assault? That I had to go head-to-head with these other linebackers in high school who were roided up on steroids. Meanwhile, I'm 5'9", 165. That's assault, brother. Okay, <laughs> you want to talk about assault? How about the assault of my self-esteem when every day I, I walked in and they were just like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? <laughs> you don't belong in football. Oh, my God. Logan, you want to? Did you have a Rudy moment? When well, <laughs> Rudy, Ru- Rudy got in at some point, Logan. All right. You never got in. Not on varsity. No, I never oh, saw you varsity got in field. on my team. I play. I played some JV. I still remember. I played a lot in freshman. Still remember looking back on it. Our freshman coach is an out-and-out psychopath. was an out out-and-out psycho. He would go around. He would first off, he would pick up bugs and bite their heads off <laughs> to get us to get us amped up. Wow. And it was funny. His pregame speech was always the same. He would compare. it. He's like. It's like, going into a night fight, man. It's going into a night... He always brought... He's like, you're in a dark alley right now. You're in a dark place. You're in a dark alley. You got to fight your way out. <laughs> what the fuck? It was funny. Like, I played on a city team in Bethlehem. Some uh, Puerto Rican kids, some black kids, some white kids. It' Pretty even mix. And we would go and play these mountain teams up in the... Uh, like, Pocono Mountain area, where it was almost entirely white. We'd play these entirely white teams. Uh-huh. And I remember... I remember whenever we go up against these mountain teams, he would have the same speech. He would just come into the locker room all sad and distraught, and he's like, I don't know if I can repeat what I just heard. I don't know if I can repeat what I just heard. You know what they said to you? You know what they said when they, when they saw you get off the bus, Ahmad? You know what they said? You know what they said to you, Terrell? When they saw you, I was over there. I heard what they said. They were screaming the N-word. They were screaming wetback.
0: (laughs) Was he just making this
3: up to you? I don't know. I'm pretty sure because we get in the game and I was like, my teammate isn't any wetback. You don't say that. These kids are just like, what the hell?
0: (laughs) What are you talking about?
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. I think the coach was just claiming that these teams were awful racist in order to inspire us. And uh, I got to be honest, it worked, <laughs> although to be maybe it was just that these teams were really crappy because they didn't have any minorities on you know they weren't they were really awful athletes, right. they were just these you know hillbilly <laughs> mountain folk people who didn't know how to run fast. They weren't good at sports.
0: They didn't have running blacks like your team.
3: <laughs> uh, taking me back to football. All right, well, with football comes, of course, John Madden, he's retired. He's even retired from announcing his own video game, but that doesn't stop him from talking about his video game. So uh, here's a little clip on John Madden describing John Madden, the video game.
2: Ben, I've been in the development of this game from day one. When I was, was, at one time, there was just two guys.
3: Uh... All right. So there are only two guys developing the first Madden. I, i have just by looking just by looking at John Madden do you think expert computer programmer now I know he has Definitely. the body I know he has the body of a computer programmer but really I bet there was someone I doubt one guy programmed the entire Madden NFL 1993
0: game and I was
2: one of them I was tell the story that you know one of my goals was to make the game and the video game look like television
0: and
3: it's like, all right. Oh my God! That's, that's a great goal to have, but what do you do? to
0: – is Madden? Great idea. Good thing no one's ever thought of that before.
3: Is Madden in there doing like the visual mapping of these players? Like, okay, guys, uh, yeah, let me reanalyze this uh, CGI and visual recognition. This isn't working. He's there, like programming the green screen.
2: And then uh, when I was at Fox, uh, uh, David Hill, who was the president of Fox Sports. Was you know talking to to a group at Fox in a in a meeting, and he said, "We want to make the game on television look like the video game."
0: What?
3: <laughs> Madden can't tell the the guys fucking with him. <laughs> it's like, oh, we we have actual video. We want it to look like 64-bit graphics that you have in Madden currently.
2: I thought, man, we did it. We came full circle. We started out wanting to look like them, and then they wanted to look like us, and And that was was our goal. That was what we wanted to do. And when, you know, we were so far away from it, you think, oh, that'll never happen if we just get close. And obviously we did better than get close. We keep.
3: All right, that's John Madden, 09. What a program, Logan. Uh, Make sure you check out morganhunt.com, the gardenator. I got to play his thing one more time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I can't get enough of that guy. Awesome, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Great all-around guy. Very, very very enjoyable interview. Very knowledgeable guy. Logan, where can people check you out?
0: TheYellowMike.com or Twitter, LoganLystico, one word. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the program. Make sure you tune
3: in next week. We have comedian Nick Rutherford sitting in on the program. And we also have Back by Popular Demand, another batch Of his famous movie reviews, Stud Manley will be uh, calling into the program. So make sure you tune in next week, Thursdays, 8 o'clock, only on L.A. Talk Radio,
0: The Green Room. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com. And make sure you check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount. Should've seen she was really naive Shit she was still only
1: nineteen and he was many years older But he seen her walk by in them tight
0: jeans and he